we're so sold this um, this lie that if you're a coach, like you got to be the boss, and it's like uh, no. And that was always something that felt really like sticky and just not right for me. It, it, I always was like, maybe I'm just like too much of a pushover to be a coach. But really, I've learned through doing this work with you that it's like I don't need to like fix this and like be seen as something to you. I just need to meet you exactly where you're at and I need you to guide the way. Welcome back to another episode of Awakened Love. I'm your host, Angel Drake. And today we are joined by Miss Sophie Hayes, client, participant in the Somatic Psycho-Spiritual Apprenticeship and all-round amazing human being. Thanks so much for being here. <laughs> what an honor and privilege, seriously. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, yeah. It's been such a pleasure to work together over the last year, my love. Well, nearly a year, 10 months in now. But first, before we dive into all that, I'd love you to just do a little intro, tell people a little bit about who you are, where you're from, what lights you up. Mm, I love those questions. Thank you. Um, so my name is Sophie, as Angel said. Um, I live in Adelaide, South Australia. And oh, what lights me up? What a great question. What lights me up? What really lights me up is watching people, but predominantly women, soften into their truth. Mm. So beautiful. Mm. Yes, <laughs> yes. Softening into their truth. So mm. what drew you to do this work, this somatic psycho-spiritual work? I'm so curious. Mm. So I've been working as a coach for almost eight years. Uh, I got into coaching through the training and nutrition kind of realm and pathway, I suppose. Worked as a personal trainer in big chain gyms, um, you know, worked with people in that way. And I, I felt like I was always coming up against these roadblocks, these kind of walls where something would kind of abruptly get in the way and it was like mm. I couldn't get in anymore and I we couldn't get any further and so I mm. knew that working with the the outer with the physical that without more that we would always come up with those blocks it, it, we'd always come up against something mm. so that really drew me to learning new modalities and that's where I started training um mostly around the mind because I was uh, really convinced that it was a mindset thing yeah. and, um, you know, did a lot of work and a lot of development in my training around that, which was great. And I was still coming up against the same problems. Mm. And not only was I seeing that in my clients and my business, but I was feeling that within myself that I knew all the right things to do. I had a lot of knowledge and there was just deeper things that continuously got in my way. Mm. And I'm a long-time podcast listener of yours, Angel. And, um, yeah. I didn't I've know been, that. <laughs> yeah. Ah, cool. That's, um, yeah. And long-time Instagram follower as well. And there was something about you that I could just feel something different. And um, it intrigued me. And 
scared me sometimes. Um, <laughs> Say more about that. I want to double click on yeah. that. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, you're like. <laughs> um, I I could really sense that if I was to sit in front of you, that you would see right through all of my perfectly curated words, and that you would that you would see what was really going on. I could just mm. sense that depth from you, and um. It's funny, uh, there was there was probably like six to 12 months where I considered working with you and I was I knew that um, in working with you that a lot of, like I would actually work through a lot of what I was obviously holding myself back from addressing. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I, and then I saw um, you kind of advertise for the apprenticeship and I – so funny and you'll remember this angel I booked in a call but I booked in a call for January (laughs) because I was like maybe then I'll be ready and you reached out and were like you know we're going to be starting kind of when you you uh organized the call um so you know we'd have to do a call earlier and I was like okay well that's not going to work you know um and I you know got in my way and then I could feel the doors closing <laughs> and and we joke about that I slid right under like a ninja. Um, I was the last I was the last to join the group. Um, but yeah, I, I knew at that moment I was like, I I can't keep letting fear override me here. Like I've gotta face the fear and um, just trust that it will all work out and oh my god. Yeah, it's just been I, – I feel so grateful for that past version of me, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, the courage it takes to say yes mm. to something new, our next level of expansion, sometimes it's scary, the investment. It's like, yeah, yes. it, it takes a lot of courage. So I'm celebrating that part of you too. Mm, so Thank you. W- what was occurring in your life and business that – was challenging you to say yes to this work? Like what was hard Mm. about what you were experiencing in life and business? I think, you know, there there were multiple things, but I think the hard thing for me was that um, I had, you know, since I started my business, I always put, I always, you know, put my money forward and invested in whatever I had to do, any courses, you know, extra qualifications um, and things like that. And I think, you know, there, there was a part of me that was like, I've done all this work and I've paid all this money and done all this development. And like the scary reality was, and I'm still not feeling any better. And I think it was actually scary to like come and like come to face that and have to acknowledge, you know, as much as this has all really benefited me, it's still not it. And, mm. um, you know, I mm. think that was like a scary thought for me of crap, like, you know, what happens if this isn't it or, yeah. you know, what happens if this is it? <laughs> and um you know i i think it was kind of that that both of like yeah just that fear of the unknown of like what what happens if this doesn't fix it and what happens if it does 
Yeah. And what was the it that you were trying to quote unquote fix? Would you say I'm hearing like that you weren't feeling how you wanted to feel. Mm. Say more about that. Yeah. I think I'd been guided so much on how to do things based on how people did things, which Mm -hmm. is great. You know, at the end of the day, I didn't know how to do most things. So it was great to learn, you know, exactly how to do it. But I really didn't have any kind of sense of connection to like my own power. It was kind of, and and I think that was a really hard thing of, you know, doing that work and it almost confirming that I didn't know who I was, what I did what my strengths were, mm. um, you know, how I helped people. Oof. And and I think it was actually the fear of what happens if I never actually get there? What happens if yeah. I never actually figure it out? And, you know, the fear of as well, like maybe I'm actually just not meant to do this, mm. you know? Oh, they my were God. Like, Hearing you say that yeah. breaks my heart because you're so good <laughs> at this, my love. <laughs> It's so good. It's such a pleasure mm. watching you work. It's like, oof, mm. it, it really excites me. So that is just, yeah, heartbreaking just to even hear you say, I can't imagine how that felt to have invested so much time, money, energy, and to feel further away from yourself. I'm curious, mm. like what, what were your biggest frustrations or with former trainings and certifications? We're not shitting on anyone else, but just don't have no. to get specific about, but like, what were your biggest frustrations? Because I think a lot of people listening might share those frustrations with the, which is why I created this, which is with the typical certifications and stuff that are out there. But I'm curious to hear from you what your frustrations were. Mm. I think my frustrations were that none of them really put into perspective who I was. It was kind of like, this is how it is. And you need to learn how to fit into this box. This form and if you don't yeah. fit, exactly. And it's like, and if you don't fit, well, that says a lot about you. Oof. Whereas, yeah. And it, and I think whether it was intentional or not intentional, I think it, in, it induced a lot of shame mm. and embarrassment. Um, and I know that. You know, the per- people that I work with, I know that, uh, you know, I've worked with in the past, I know that that was never their intention. Mm. Um, and and I know that that also, that shame wasn't coming from them. It was coming from me not being yeah. like them. Right. And also not having probably the strength and the courage and feeling like there was the space to admit that either. And mm. I think that that's been, you know, there's so many great things about this apprenticeship, but I think something that I like I really love is how we have one-on-one time with you, we have group time with the group, we have the learning, mm-hmm. we get to practice the modalities, you know, the feedback, et cetera. Like it really, it feels like all-encompassing and I feel like because of that, it nothing gets missed. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of the uh, training that I've done, it has been in like a group capacity. So it's really easy to like, if, if you're someone that doesn't want to admit that you you don't get it, yeah. it's really easy to like hide away and be like, yeah, everything's fine. It's really easy to say all the right things. Um, 
And Mm. I was really good at that. I was really good at avoiding that and, you know, and, you know, saying the right things to like get them to think that I'm in, in a certain position and, and feeling a certain way. But the best thing about, you know, the way that this is all set up is that I actually can't hide from you and you don't want me to. Mm. Like there's been, there's been definitely times, you know, throughout the 10 months that we've had so far where I've had that tendency of like wanting to hide come up and you just go, Hey, <laughs> thinking about you, <laughs> you know, let me know what's going on. Yeah, um, and I think you, you do. Hello, you yeah. <laughs> and I, and I think that that's so beautiful that you track that and that no matter what I ever bring to the table, you always just have this like loving acceptance, like acceptance. And, um, and it, you know, brings me back to, you know, how I could like feel that if I was sat in front of you, that you would see right through me. And it's because I like, I see you as this like completely non-judgmental person that just meets someone exactly where they're at. Mm. And as I role, think when right? as facilitators, yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah, you think uh, I also know that not all facilitators do that. Mm. I think a lot of facilitators have been taught to be like authoritarian role and you know yeah. be the boss. And it, it's I never feel like you're not that, but I also feel like you're never making it about that. If that mm. makes sense. Yeah, well, I think this is something that I feel really challenged by that I've seen in the coaching industry that actually mm. drove me to want to create this and to also just do it differently, right? Is this, it's you kind of, you're, you're sharing about it. I'm curious to hear your perspective on this too, but it's this sense of like, there's the right way for someone to feel, to be mm. and to live. Mm. And mm-hmm. a coach is going to help you be that And Mm. if you're not that, then we're going to fix you. And what that usually does for a client, it puts them into one of two places. They either do what you talked a little bit about, which is they fawn and they're like, oh, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm feeling great. This is is really working for me. I'm doing awesome. I'm getting straight A's. I'm a good student, right? I'm a good client. Like I want to be the the straight A client. That kind of part of them comes out fawning, Mm. which is just a survival pattern that ultimately if we are helping professionals, we want to help them move through that so that they can come to feel What's the feelings underneath that and so that they can Mm. come to contact with their authentic self or they go the other way and they dig their heels into their victimhood and their story because they're feeling Mm. invalidated by that. They're not feeling seen. They're not feeling heard. And if anyone's listening who's facilitated, I'm curious if you've had this experience with your clients so far. I did in my early days coaching. I either had four yeah. clients and I was like, it's working. They're doing great. Or I had clients that <laughs> dug their heels in and I was like, oh, man, this is so hard. Why don't they get it? You know, it wasn't until I developed more skills, upskilled, studied more, got better mentors that I was like, oh, that's not helpful at all. I'm actually no. invalidating their experience because all we really want as human beings is to be seen, to be felt, to be known. And our mm. jobs, particularly in the somatic psychospiritual approach, is to create the relational field of safety. And you already know this, so for anyone listening, mm. to create this relational yeah. field of safety such that they, we're almost like lending them our nervous system because Mm -hmm. we actually don't learn how to self-soothe until we learn how to co-regulate. 
It's through mm-hmm. regulating that we take the imprint and we have the inner infrastructure to then self-regulate. And so mm. as helping professionals, instead of getting in there and feeling all activated that they're not doing it right and we need to fix it, mm-hmm. no, we get in there with a calm nervous system, which is also what you're exa- exactly talking about, Soph, and you sit in front of someone and there's nothing they say or do that's going to take your presence away. But you're mm. also not pretending like when they're really sad, you're not going, oh, yeah, smiling. That's amazing. This emotional incongruence, everything's fine or, oh, big feeling, move away. It's like you get in the river of their emotion with them, but you you stay connected to yourself. And in that, you model to them, I can move towards your intensity while staying connected to myself. So I'm in mm. the intensity with you, but I'm not losing connection. And then all of a sudden, the client starts to feel like, oh, I can move towards these things that I don't normally move towards because I'm feeling regulated. I'm, they're lending my, their nervous system. I used to call it vibrational training wheels. Mm. And we do this. I, I still have this every single week with my mentor. She lends me her nervous <laughs> system. Right? It's not like we're, we get to some place where we're fixed and whole and holy and we don't need mm. it. We all need it. We're social mammals. We need co-regulation. It's a space just mm-hmm. for us. But like, Unless I'm actually with you and hearing you in your pain and then also seeing behind the facade of maybe it's like, oh, I'm all good or whatever it is we say, which is why in every session I'm training you guys to always ask people to give you feeling words because otherwise mm. we're like, fine, I'm good. But, yeah, I think you were kind of speaking to that, that shift between this like cognitive-based motivation, fix it, this mm. is the right way to do life, I'm going to help force you into that like mold and you're either going to like fawn and pretend you are doing it or you're going to dig your heels in versus what's actually going on for you <laughs> where are you actually at yeah. what are your patterns of disconnection so that we can have you really connected to yourself and your authenticity which is just yeah it's it's i don't see that level of attunement sadly in the coaching world and i think mm. I, I don't also i've never seen any other certification i'm curious for you have you ever learned about unmanaged empathy and how to work with that yeah. <laughs> no. And I remember, and it's, you know, one of the first things that we worked through. And I remember being like, Angel, oh my God, this is what I've been doing wrong. Like, and, and you were like, you know, we all do it. Yeah. Yeah. We get- most, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, exactly. This is why we're here. And I, it was such a like, like, aha moment. And, um, yeah, it, it's so underrated because I think, yeah, it's we're so sold this um, this lie that if you're a coach, like you got to be the boss, and it's like, uh, no, and you know, learning and and that was always something that felt really like sticky and just not right for me. It, it, I always was like, maybe I'm just like too much of a pushover to be a coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, really I've learned through doing this work with you that it's like no I just I'm actually completely nonchalant I you know I don't need to like fix this and like be seen as something to you I just need to meet you exactly where you're at and I need you to guide the way because it's I'm doing you a disservice if I'm trying to lead the way I, I'm I don't know what you're feeling and for me to assume that I know better than you is so wrong. It's like, I don't, you know, it's it's so empowering. Of like, this is the river that you need to get in. It's like, they've already got a river. They just need someone to get in with them who has the life raft developed nervous system. So they're not going to drown in it with them. And they're going to be like, Mm -hmm. I'm right with you and I'm okay. And you're okay. Yeah, exactly. 
it's going to keep on swimming. It's yeah. going to keep on rowing. And if this seems yeah. abstract to people listening, it is a little bit. Like when you get into somatic psycho-spiritual space, there is something kind of mystical about it and there is also <laughs> yeah. processes where we start to move from that mystical state into a more integrated and cognitive state but only first mm. through deep attunement. And when you said, oh, maybe I'm something mm. to be a coach, I'm not I'm too much of a pushover to be a coach, I'm like, well, maybe you're just too attuned to do that style of coaching that asks you to trample over people. <laughs> <laughs> totally, exactly. So, it's like, you know, maybe I'm just not meant to be like that. And I and I wanted to um, also highlight when you talked about the um, the co-regulation because that was another like massive ah like aha moment of you know when you really brought forward to us of like coaching is an opportunity to create healthy co-regulation and for your clients to have maybe their first glimpse of what that looks like. Yeah. And it was like, ah, oh. and, you know, it, the oh. benefit of doing this is that I not only get to have that with my clients, but I'm also learning how to do that with my other relationships and realizing, hang on a minute, like when this is feeling clunky, like am I regulated? This starts with me. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, it, it's the, the beauty of it is it's not just benefiting my client to coach relationship it's benefiting all my relationships because yes. you I think that's another thing that I really love about this approach is you're using your deep profound relational wisdom and teaching us through the lens of coaching which is incredible because it's so great like incredible to re- be on the receiving end I love our coaching sessions I mm-hmm. it's always like <sighs> like that big exhale mm. and it's so great as well that I get to you know and I get to learn how to do this with clients but I also get to learn how to do this with the people in my life mm. every person I come across and reminding them like you know your you know what you do to regulate yourself creates the foundation of healthy co-regulation period and imagine mm. how different the world would be if we were all more <laughs> regulated <laughs> oh my god we weren't walking around with so much unprocessed pain and then coaching wasn't an industry that was like shove it down and be better it's like wait what <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah. It's, I don't like using the term too often but dare I say it's definitely a polarized approach it feels like a very feminine mm. approach this approach of I agree deep connection to self and inner wisdom mm. and your insight were really client led like really yeah it's all about feeling and being with it's an extremely relational style that's all about mm. yeah co-regulation and the relationship between client and coach and safety and trust and all of that it's like i i can't i'm obviously super biased but i'm like i i don't what else is there what was i doing before and and i don't seek out support like that personally um because it just doesn't work but you mentioned um that in your you're experiencing shifts in your relationships I'm curious like throughout the last 10 months of doing this work what changes have your friends and family noticed in you have they reflected that Mm. to you curious to hear yes yeah Mm -hmm. definitely um something that you said uh like when we very first started was which was like so profound for me and I've been carrying it with me is like your intimate relationships um are like the embodiment of your deeper spiritual practice and really like showing up in my intimate relationship with my partnership with John 
has been so beneficial of just like letting myself soften and yeah. you know when when conflict happens which you know in from my experience is inevitable I think that as yes. long as we're human and, and that we're living our truth we're going to disagree um but yeah just like seeing the way that I'm able to show up differently and he's able to receive differently as well um is completely different and you know my my best friend Trang and I you know talk about this all the time and you know we've forged the deepest female relationships that we've ever had and so much of it is thanks to this work um mm. of you know me just being able to be who and what I am in truth and just you know in times where things challenge me learning how to maintain a 50 50 split you know whether that's with my partner John or like you know my friends or my family and yeah, I even had a conversation with my mum of you know talking about like things around mental health and talking about parts and things like that. And she's like, whoa, you know a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, and, you know, it's amazing. You, it, yeah, it's, it's, and it's so great to be able to share it because even, you know, the conversation that I had with my mum, it was like, she's like, wow, everyone needs this work. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and that's just, you know, someone on the outside looking in going, yeah, I I, I see that. That makes sense. I'm like, uh, yes. Yeah. And, you know, what have you noticed through doing this work with clients as you start to sh mm. make the shift and introduce that, the the way that you're able to work with them? What are the shifts that you've experienced working with clients using this versus mm. the old tools? For like, for my part, I feel less it feels less clunky like mm -hmm. from a coach perspective of like you're just kind of flowing with it and mm -hmm. it feels really nice to just let the client lead it instead of you trying to be like okay you said this word that word means this like <laughs> yeah. no, I'm, no, I'm noticing your eyes are going you know that way okay like <laughs> that means this you know I'm I'm instead of having to like be so in my head and figure things out I just feel like I'm actually present and with them which mm. feels so great. And, you know, coming out of a session, just like that, like, you know, you can kind of compare where they were at the start and where they were at the end and just like feeling the difference. And the beautiful thing is, is that then it, it's not that they become different. It's that they become more themselves. Oof. Yeah. Yes. Yes, and, you know, that's, it's what, that, that's like, the difference. Yes, the it's like I'm a styles. Yeah, yeah. it's like I, I think that a lot of times clients come in thinking that they need to be different. But I think the beautiful part about this approach is it, it's not that they need to be different. It's that they need to stop being different to who they are yeah, and they, they really get to are. actually, yeah, and they get yes. to actually start honoring that and trusting that, oh, like, that's enough because it's enough with you. Mm -hmm. So, and yes. it feels actually better for me if I'm just yes. who I am. If I let mm -hmm. down my walls and I just tell you the truth, it feels better. And yeah, seeing the ripple effects it has in their personal lives, it's like, it's profound. It's like, yes. But it also is like, yep, well, to me now, it's not. <laughs> it's just like, it makes sense. I'm like, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Well, it does, doesn't it? It's like people come in thinking 
they're so identified with their patterns and dysfunction. So they think that I need yeah. to change, but because they're so identified with the patterns and dysfunction, they think I'm broken, I'm wrong. And through this work, we help people separate mm-hmm. themselves from their behaviors, come home into the truth of their soul self, that essential self. Mm-hmm. And that's really the basis of this work is helping people clear the path through deep connection to whatever it is that's been blocking them right? Mm. Actually connecting to the obstacle first, connecting to the past pain, connecting to the dysfunction, to understand it, to relate to it lovingly through Mm. with the facilitator lending their nervous system. So they're able to relate to these parts of themselves, this dysfunction lovingly to get to the core of why it's here and what Mm. it's trying to do. And through this like relational and intuitive approach, reintegrate that so that they're recognizing that's a part of them that's a pattern that's not who they are they can come back to who they are in truth and then live from that place but if they're still in that old coaching paradigm or that old paradigm of there's something wrong with me and i need to fix me then Mm. they're just stuck in a never-ending loop and it's um, heartbreaking yeah Yeah. because it's like you know if you're always looking for more outside of you of course you're gonna just gonna keep on going keep on searching Mm -hmm. And that's what I was doing is like I kept searching for the thing that just like clicked and went, oh, yes, that's it, you know. And it was like it wasn't until I just I landed in this work with you and with the other women in the group and it was like, ah. (laughs) I was here all along. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) you know, this is it. Like it it really was like a, yeah, exactly. I'm like, hi. Oh and my god, I love that so much. Yeah. And it's been yeah, it's it's been so healing and transformational and also like so like pleasure filled. Like it it's been the most enjoyable transformation that I've ever had and you know, I I it's it just feels it yeah, it's like you got it. Um, yeah. But yeah, it just it feels so great and yeah, I'm just, I'm so grateful for this work. Like I, you know, mm. I shout it from the rooftops. Like I'm like, this is, this is it. I, mm. you know. What's different now, would you say, from when you started in your life, in your business? And what are you most excited about for the future? Mm. I feel so much more accepting of myself. And that is like way bigger than what it sounds like. Um but coming from that place of like acceptance and compassion, it's like I'm actually able to go and do what I really desire. I can see myself going after what I want and tracking when, you know, I'm, I'm coming up against like some form of resistance or whatever and not judging it. It's like accepting, you know, tending to that part, being honest about it as well. Like I don't have to hide it. Um, mm, that's what acceptance which, does though, right? Then you don't have to hide I, it. So now you can yeah. actually deal with it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's mm-hmm. it's so much easier to move through rather than like hiding it or convincing yourself or like mindset hacking your way around it and then feeling way worse because then you feel alone. It's like and I have so much more. Yeah, exactly. So true. Um, and there's just so much more room for support from this place. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. yeah, you, you don't realize until you open yourself up to it, how much support is actually around you at any given time. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. also shared, you just recently 
got to offer some of this somatic psycho-spiritual approach um, at a retreat. Yes. That was for you and the the reflections you got. Yeah, it was really amazing. I, I, um, I was at my best friend's retreat and was taking photos and videos for her and yeah, held a somatic session and it was, and it was right before we did like some personal branding shoots. Mm -hmm. So it was perfect, you know, and then my friend, um, took them through like another visualization after all the let go. Um, Mm. and it was just so incredible watching them then step into their photo shoot and just be their truest self and, you know, they were a lot more decisive, you know, because they were acting from self rather than, mm-hmm. oh, like, what do I think? Like, what would they think? You know, and just like the confidence, you know, they were all doing it in front of each other. And I think that that was like uh, underrated, like something that my friend and I didn't realize would be as transformational, like going from that into a photo shoot of like, them actually feeling like and having the evidence of you know really stepping into their power in front of all the other women um and yeah so much of that was um definitely coming from that place of um yeah like being just like free and yeah being able to just be themselves. It was amazing. And yeah, so, so underrated. much <laughs> Being yourself. <laughs> totally. Most 100%. underrated thing in self-help. <laughs> totally agree. Exactly. And the question is, it's like, be yourself. It's like, how? That is a hard question, right? Working through all right? the layers of the patterns and the dysfunction. And that's what this work is about, is working through mm-hmm. all that comes up to get in the way. But I love this, that we've been talking about this reframe around, there's nothing to fix. There's yeah. just some, there's something to be revealed and reconnected with and remembered. And that's yeah. what this, yeah, very intuitive, embodied, client-led approach is all about. How mm. quick do you feel to give a somatic psycho-spiritual session now? A hundred percent. I've never felt so confident in my coaching abilities. And that's like a and it's crazy to say that and know that that's 110% the truth. Mm. Um, I just, I trust myself. I also trust my ability to hold the space without giving up part of myself, like maintaining that split mm. and like tending to myself while being with them in whatever they're facing. Mm. Um, I, I, I have so much trust that wherever we get to is exactly where they need to go. I, you know, I, and it, and if it doesn't go to this, like, you know, profound, like, oh my God, like, you know, this is like a memory of me in the womb place, mm-hmm. you know, that that's fine. Like I, yes. I just every, at the end of every session, a client, you know, opens their eyes and we reflect on, you know, what was valuable. It's exactly what they need and it doesn't need to be more than that. And, mm-hmm. you know, that just feels so powerful and Mm -hmm. I feel so grateful because I actually feel like for the first time I'm actually giving my clients what they actually truly need what they desire because I'm actually listening to them and Mm. not making whatever their answer mean anything about me I'm just going okay like how can I serve you Mm. and I can see how much better that feels for them and it's great because it feels better for me too 
Yeah. It's like mutually beneficial. The transformation. When we're pushing yeah. for the big transformation in every session, it's not about the client. That's about us and our, us yeah. getting our fix, which we talked all about in the Unmanaged Empathy lecture. And it's like, it's so damaging to the process. And I'm so grateful to hear that there's that ease and pleasure and like, I'm actually listening to what they need. And that's the deepest healing because each of us, like we, like we were talking about, most people have never actually had that experience or may not have it very often or have mm-hmm. rarely had the true deep attunement and listening and being with and not moving away from and maintaining connection yeah. to that we can yeah. provide through this work, through these tools, through these systems. So. Oh, my love. I'm so, so happy for you. I'm so, so excited for the all that is to come and seeing you start to weave this into your work in the world. Mm-hmm. Who do you think that this somatic psycho-spiritual apprenticeship is for? Who, who do you think mm-hmm. it's for? I feel like this psycho-spiritual approach um, is really for the women that probably are deep feelers and maybe shame themselves and um, tend to sway more into rationalising, to Mm -hmm. reason-making, to logic, uh, to knowledge, because maybe deep down they're convinced that their empathy is actually not enough. Um, But... Every time they seek more knowledge, they seek more rationalization, they se- seek more fixing, that they they get this like sensation, this feeling in themselves, like this isn't it, but I don't know mm. if I'll ever find it. I really mm. feel like, yeah, women that are really led from the heart and that know that they are worthy of their wants and their desires and their needs. Um, and therefore know that clients and other people in the world are also worthy of that. Yeah, just really believe in serving from the most loving, empathetic, empathetic, compassionate place. Um, Or, yeah, if they aren't already doing that, want to. You know, that they, they want to let their big, vulnerable, sometimes messy hearts actually be their biggest asset instead of feel like their biggest downfall oh my god yes I could not have said that better myself that just lights me the fuck up hearing you say that yes this is a a path of less mind more mystery and of Mm. utilizing our sensitivity as our greatest superpower in a world that Mm. may have tried to stamp it out or teach us that it's you know needs to be rationalized. Yes, it's for the deep feelers that know they're destined mm. to be healers. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, I oh. love that. That gave me goosebumps. <laughs> oh my god. All right, last question. Because mm. I could stay here all day. This is so fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, totally. We're having a hoot. What would you say to anyone who's considering joining the somatic psycho-spiritual apprenticeship we're enrolling for now that starts in Jan? Mm. Yeah. If you're on the fence about joining the apprenticeship, I urge you to, as Angel says, run, don't walk. (laughs) It is. (laughs) It has been the most transformational experience and healing experience I've ever had. Mm. Um, I really confidently feel like 
I am living out my deepest purpose and that if that continues to evolve that this work will grow with me as my capacity grows um and I really truly feel like this work is so needed you know Angel says this all the time to us that we need more people in this work on the ground and it's true that there's more than enough clients for all of us so many people need this work you know (laughs) so many people need this work I think I would argue everyone needs this work Mm -hmm. um and yeah I I really urge you to lean into the fear and um and and lean into the trust that you are actually capable of more and that you can serve in yeah the highest most loving way and I I also urge you that if you are feeling fear or you're feeling curious, just reach out to Angel (laughs) or, you know, reach out to any of us that have done the um, apprenticeship as well. Like we will give you the clarity that you need, We, you know, and and we'll meet you exactly where you're at. You know, I I know that whatever you would need to hear, you know, I, I remember our call Angel and anything that I needed to hear, it was just like, huh, okay, you just, very simply gave me that answer (laughs) you know and and it's it's really as simple as that that you know if if you're curious just have a conversation and um yeah I just urge you especially for the feelers out there um that know that that they're destined to be really powerful healers trust yourself enough to do this you know Mm. it'll be the best thing that you ever do ever Mm. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god girl I laughed I cried I'm, I'm so <laughs> so moved by you and by mm. the way that you work in the space it is such a privilege to do this work mm. with you and to see you just like so shining and I'm so excited for all the women that are already receiving this work from you and that are destined to receive this work from you and speaking of for everyone listening, where can they find you? Where they where can they connect with you and your work mm. and keep following your journey and receiving the fucking bliss that is your channel and medicine? I mean, come <laughs> on now, listening to you just share. I'm just like, what? I was crying, I was laughing. I'm just, yeah, you're the bee's knees. Where can they find mm. you? Mm. Thank you for loving me because I love you so much. <laughs> it's it's <yeah>. so easy. <laughs> it's so easy, honey. <laughs> you're so uh, lovable. People can find me on Instagram, uh, which is Sophie Joy Hayes. I have a podcast that I will be getting back into um, called Empowered Expression. And I probably have Facebook, but I can't really remember. So just find me on there. That's a good start. (laughs) Amazing. Thank you so much for being here. And all those Mm -hmm. listening, go there, connect with Soph. And I can't wait for more. We've we've mm. still got two months and a retreat in Colorado. I cannot wait to hug oh, you in person. <laughs> I can't wait either. Oh, it's going to be the best. The Somatic Psycho-Spiritual Apprenticeship is a 12-month all-encompassing program to turn you into a masterful facilitator who can support massive growth and expansion for your clients on a lasting level. 
You'll learn the pillars of somatic coaching, spiritual psychology, and intuitive energetic mastery. I'm sharing everything that I've learned over my nine years in the industry so that you can be well on the path to excellence because a thriving coaching business is built on a foundation of being excellent at your craft, being able to deliver your clients lasting results. This 12-month container will not only be a hands-on, in-depth dive into your own deepest healing work and leading edge, it will also give you all of the tools, the practice, and the support necessary to become a masterful facilitator. I'm enrolling now for January, and it is a very intimate container, so spaces are already filling and are limited. If you'd like to join, go to www.angeldrake.com forward slash spa, S-P-A.